Hey, welcome out to Third World Linux. Uh, this is the car episode. Uh, Zhao here, and I just came from an event. I just came from uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the 20 year anniversary of Super Balita, which is a tabloid newspaper here in Cebu. So yeah, uh, big event. No, no. Lots of food and uh, missing Philemon, who's like one of these legendary rock bands in Cebu. Uh, played that song in Dai. Oh yeah, pretty good song. Um, anyway, so yeah, so so that's that that explains the the noise, I guess. Um, sorry for like not having uh, an episode last couple of weeks. Wasn't able to get anything recorded and released because. I was studying for my final exams, and um, with regard to this week, uh, we were supposed to record on Tuesday or Monday or something, but like one of AG's clients wasn't happy or wanted to have some last-minute edits done on um, a project or photos, right? So uh, we weren't able to record then. Um, we were supposed to record tonight, but he had an event to go to because his girlfriend something or the other uh, yeah so I, I guess he'll explain it or something or maybe not who knows so yeah that's why I'm here and um, instead of rambling on about Ubuntu because that's what we're gonna be that's what we were supposed to talk about right uh, Ubuntu 14.10 just released um, you know Ubuntu's 10 year anniversary right because their first release uh, Warty or something was in 2004, in October of 2004. So, you know, 10 year anniversary, congratulations, Ubuntu. We're gonna have an Ubuntu centric episode. Uh, we'll save that for next week or the week after. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll save that. Um, so, for now, uh, you're stuck with me. But instead of me just rambling on um, about nonsensical stuff, I guess, uh, I'll. I'll I will uh, let you all listen to an episode of the Sunstar Weekly Podcast. Um, this is the episode that is coming out on Saturday. So this is like a, a pre-release party, if you will. Um, yeah, we, we, because like we, we, talk about, um, we talk about journalism uh, a lot on that podcast. Like not, 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 only, um, not only like the news, but stuff to do with what it means to be a journalist or what does a journalist do etc so like we just decided to make an episode about what journalism is right because with the advent of the internet um, I, I guess it would be good to sort of have a look back at the fundamentals of you know journalism its definition um, what makes something newsworthy uh, what was it newsworthiness how you uh, yeah because newsworthiness is how you pick stories um, where you get your stories the the role of journalists or the role of journalism in society that sort of thing and um, you know with, with the whole Gamergate thing and uh, however poorly uh, or well you think um, Linux is being covered in overall tech journalism or whatever like um, it's, it's good to have a grasp of the fundamentals so uh, yeah this is the episode of the Sunstar Weekly Podcast that is coming out tomorrow night
Sunstar.com.ph in association with Channel14.com presents The Sunstar Weekly Podcast Happy birthday, Army Yes, happy birthday, Army Thank you, Jao And uh, yeah. happy 20th birthday to the Sunstar Super Balita Cebu publication team Yes, our um, our tabloid uh, imprint, I guess Like the the people that work in the office downstairs mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy anniversary, guys And, uh, and here's congratulations the, yeah. on your 20 years of doing good journalism. Okay, because we're trying to do a cool segue into the topic of journalism. Um, yeah, so like a shout out to, a big shout out to my girlfriend, uh, Nikki. She Hello, is, Nikki. She is the uh, the moderator of the like journalism club at the school that she teaches in. Mm-hmm. And she was asking me for like... Uh, Resources on journalism and that Campus sort of journalism, yeah. yeah And so I figured like This is it Yeah, because, you know, we have the platform to uh, inform, to educate And this is our second episode talking about journalism We had a previous one about um, journalism ethics Yeah, where we talked about, or we, we talked through the um, The, journal- the, the journalists, the code. the code of ethics Yeah, the code of ethics Specifically here in the Philippines But, Filipino journalists you know, uh Kind of weird because like we kind of didn't cover what journalism is. Yeah. So we should have done this first. But anyway, yeah. so here we go. Right. Um, I looked up uh, a dictionary definition of journalism and it's terrible. So instead of using that, uh, we're going to be going with the definition by the poet Matthew Arnold. Mm-hmm. Um, and his definition of journalism is literature in a hurry. Every compass journalist knows that definition. Yeah, so literature in a hurry because um, because literature concerns itself with storytelling, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, you tell stories about people right. and all of that. But right. then, like w- with the little added, uh, with the little added caveat that you have a deadline to meet. Yes, specifically so. that we're talking about news here. Like yeah, news. Um, so, so that that's uh, that is the definition that I guess we like the most. Um, That journalism is literature in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, and I guess it's going to become clearer as we go on, like uh, storytelling, deadlines, etc. But um, b- before we get into uh, how we tell the stories, how we choose which stories to tell, um, what what is the function of journalism? Why do we have journalism in the first place? Yes. We have... We usually have three, but we go for four functions. Yeah, and those functions are to inform, to entertain, to educate, and to shape public opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why we say, well, I hope that was informative and entertaining because mm-hmm. uh, we inform and entertain. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 old the, the old Sunstar Daily song had it in it is um, like it informs, it entertains, right? so that's uh, sort of weaved into the fabric of. Like news outlets, so much so that the radio jingle of the newspaper uses the words "inform" and "entertain." Uh, so let's get right. that. Um, so let's let's look at those one by one. Uh, what what do we mean by like to inform? Like how how is what is a manifestation of um, like informing in uh, in journalism? Informing here means, of course. Telling them what's happening, say for example, um, 
in your community, what are the activities or what are the... Yeah, well, so, you know. Uh, basically informing the, the audience. Like what's going on. The readers, yeah. What's going on, what's happening in your community or in your country. So it's like, um, it's, it's like before law can have the force and effect of law, it has to be published in the official gazette or a newspaper of general circulation. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's informing. Um, another manifestation of this is in, in news stories that, that lead, like your first, your first line or first paragraph that answers who, f- what, where, when, why, how. And how. Um, that is just straight up information. Yep. Where you tell people this is, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, journalists ideally do research. So to I guess give context, right? Like you know you see somebody slap somebody else, it goes up on Twitter. Like hey, this person slapped this other person, um, and part of the information is the journalist um, finds out why that happened and what are the issues surrounding it. So that's like information as well. Uh, entertainment. There's an entire section, and it's particularly fat on the Sunday newspapers. <laughs> yeah, so we have different sections dedicated for that. Like, aside from, of course, the entertainment section, which is focused on the showbiz news. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with, uh, you know, who's the girlfriend and the boyfriend of whoever celebrity you like. We also have a section Jesus for feature Cordero. stories. Yeah. For lifestyle stories mm-hmm. and sports, I guess sports is um, could be under information uh, entertainment. Inter- yeah, both. infotainment. Uh, okay, so um, education. Uh, how does uh, how is education done in journalism? Well, it's 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 tied to information, right? Mm-hmm. Because information and education sort of go hand in hand. And um, education is also sort of weaved into shaping public opinion. Yep. So, uh, well, when when we say shape public opinion, we don't necessarily mean that um, the the paper is trying to force you to no. believe yeah. what it is that we want you to believe, or yeah. um, that that sort of thing. Although you should totally believe what I believe. <laughs> um, no, it's not that. But it's us giving them facts, opinions. And information that hopefully would help them yeah. shape their own opinion on that particular matter or in that particular issue. Yeah. So, like, if you look at um, like the editorials, right? Yeah. If you look at uh, the opinion columns. Yes. Like sometimes you have people with radically different. Yes, on the same page. Opinions on the same page. Yeah. And that is one of the functions of journalism to show the audience. Uh, the pros and cons of a particular topic. Yeah, so so that's how um, that is how journalists or that is how journalism is supposed to shape. That that is the way that public opinion is shaped um, by making the public make more informed decisions, mm-hmm. right? And that that is also um, um, that that is also a way that education is manifested yep. because the educated person has um, has a public opinion that is based on good information and ideally has an entertaining... Okay, I'm pushing it a little <laughs> far. But that is... Um, so, so that is why there is journalism. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
and would like to uh well yeah that this is not just limited to the print or the newspaper yeah like television programs there are radio programs that also have dedicated sections for this particular function say mm-hmm. they also have their own commentary programs like on the TV we 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 know a lot of of personalities that are not just into news but they have their own um talk shows say for example yeah and that goes uh, the same on the radio yeah and so, um yeah. podcasts you know yeah yeah what's up and uh and and shout out to Jai she was on one of our earlier episodes she was on the Sinulog episode uh-huh. a lot of people listened to that um yeah right like they have the webcast thing mm-hmm. so uh, so now the platform especially today the platform is not just limited to the tri media it used to be just um newspapers magazines tv radio but with um technology coming in like we have now social media we have now news websites we have now podcasts we have now video blogs we have now different kind of stuffs infographics and stuff so yeah. So yeah. um it's it's traditional media and new media. Mm-hmm. But then like I I really don't like those um this is just my personal thing right. Okay. Like, I don't like how, you know, traditional media and new media how, how it's all how it's how there's a very clear delineation between between them. Right? Because it makes traditional media look old and stuffy and new media looks new and like um un unreliable, right? Because like once once you start making those arbitrary distinctions, well they aren't arbitrary, but once you start making those distinctions, you start forming, um, you start forming not biases, but you 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 have these ideas about what each platform or each medium can provide based on what has come before that sort of thing. So I, I'd like to think that it's just a whole, like you don't, um, it's 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 multimedia. Yeah. Like that's the way But of the we're, we're not of trying to distinguish like we we're not trying to distinguish traditional and new media just to like to to differentiate both because one of the reasons why we're trying to um we're trying to identify which of these practices is traditional which one is new is for us to be able to to know also like which of the traditional media strengths can we use and can we incorporate with the new media strengths and how can we use the new media to further strengthen the traditional media it's something like that yeah. not really yeah, well, it's, it's a, i don't know I'd, i'd like to think of i'd like to think of the way forward as exactly that right like have cross pollination between the various forms of media such that we have a truly multimedia platform for journalism at yes. the end of the day whatever either it's traditional either it's new media or either it's or whether it's multimedia at the end of the day we're storytellers here and we're telling stories we're we're telling information here we're trying to educate people here and we're doing it on a deadline we're doing good journalism here i guess all right so um let's go back to <laughs> the reason why we're having this episode so we've identified already the functions of journalism now we go to How do we how do we determine determine our because, stories because journalism is about stories mm-hmm. um we have to be able to like not define but we have to be able to narrow down what stories we're going to be telling mm-hmm. um i i remember uh, i i remember this was one of one of the kids in the uh in the journalism club asked if 
there is such a thing as a slow news day, mm-hmm. right? And the answer that was given was, um, there is no such thing as a slow news day because there is always news. There are days where more things happen, but there is always something going on. Right. right. So um, how does the journalist decide um, of the things that are going on? Yep. What we have. Yeah, what, 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 we, what, we, what we select, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there are... To guide us, we have... Eight. Eight news values. Or we, we also call it news elements. Uh, yeah. Um, so they are impact, timeliness, prominence, proximity, bizarreness, conflict, conflict. currency, and human interest. Yep. Uh, so we go through those one by one. All right. Impact. When we say impact, it refers to the consequence of that particular event to your audience. Say, for example, the news on Typhoon Haiyan or Typhoon Yolanda. Yeah. If you go for stories on how it affected the the survivors of Yolanda or the victims of Yolanda, then you pursue stories on how... Uh, on its social impact, economic impact, okay, so like emotional how the impact, were affected, yeah. how families were broken up, etc. Yep. Okay, so that's that's impact. Like how how a particular event or a particular news story affects like your audience. What's the greater or the greatest consequence of that particular news to your audience? Okay, so say what about um. So, well, let's say, so, so we put this, let, let's take impact and put it into the context of entertainment. Okay. Um, some things that are entertaining are of more impact to others, to, to, to more people than others, right? So say like the lives of celebrities may have, may have more impact on the Filipinos than, you know, the lives of um, Filipino celebrities in like Bahrain. Like what do they care about the lives of like Chris Aquino, right? Like that's... Mm-hmm. In, in, in terms of entertainment, um, you should also look at impact, right? So, you know, the death of Heath Ledger uh, yeah. had, a, had a wide impact, and that, that could be an entertainment story. Okay. The death of... Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I was reading Batman, so... <laughs> um, all right, next, uh, next up, and this is uh, to do with the deadline, timeliness. Yes. It wouldn't be called news if it's not new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, by the, by the way, before we continue, just remember that all of these don't have to concur at the same time. Yeah. Like, uh, this is just guidelines on how to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um, so say, for example, uh, like feature writers, um, it doesn't have to be timely necessarily. Or if you look at um, the good people over at Time Magazine, they don't, uh, they don't, they don't present the stories in a manner that is extremely timely, right? They let they let it settle, do a little more research, and give context. Yep. So that's um, so so timeliness, I guess, is relative to the type of news that you're reporting and your audience. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, I guess that's it. Yeah, that, that's timeliness. Um, prominence. This has to do with who you're writing the story about. Yes. If say, for example, um. I choked on something 
it wouldn't be news. But if, say, for example, President Minigno Aquino choked on choked something, on that something. would totally be news, right? So no, say say um Just kidding. So say between <laughs> the yeah. mayor. So say between like the mayor and the president, and they do the exact same thing, and you have one page dedicated to the cover, or like in the case of the Sunstar website, we have room for three stories on the mm-hmm. front page. Um, if you have limited space uh, and everything else is the same, you go for prominence. So between the mayor and the president, you go, go for, for the, the president. president. Yeah. So that's that's prominence. Uh yeah. Right. So next up you have proximity. Mm-hmm. Proximity refers to the closeness of that particular incident or that particular news to your audience. Say for example, if the bombing happened in Cagayan de Oro, then of course you should get that story since it happened in your community. Um Another example was the ship sinking mm, in Talisay. Yeah. Of course, because it happened here in Cebu, then we should, of course, get that story. Okay, so that's proximity. It's how far away... Or um, how how yeah. close yeah. you are Sorry, to the close, news. How close your audience is to the news. Yeah, because... Um, yeah. Because what do we care about, you know, the lives of people in Kazakhstan right like sure it might be interesting but again if you have a deadline and three pages or three stories on the front page hmm, can't do much right next up bizarreness or oddity oddity Oddity, as it's sometimes Mm -hmm. called uh most most of the time odd stories are published on tabloids say Sunstar Super Balita Cebu and other Sunstar Super Super Balita publications Tawan Kagende or for example most of the time their front pages are odd stories Mm. like oh yeah uh, yeah (laughs) I I don't really want to talk about you should check out you should check out um, there's this one of the latest articles on www.sunstar.com.ph headlines of Sunstar Super Balita that would totally make you look at it twice there was um what was it there was a like like the story of that girl who was released by the police because she was pretty. Yeah. Um, there was she was allegedly caught shoplifting in a mall. Yeah. Um, there was that story about the guy who was um, drunk and molesting a dog. Yeah. And on the next day, the front page was about. Oh, no, no, no. Before that, before the dog, it was a pig. Or was it after the dog was raped? And then, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do remember that story because it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Like there was a dude who, he got really drunk, right? He was like really drunk. And, and then, he thought that the dog was not a dog, but yeah, a woman or something. Yeah. And, like and the next creepy. day, they found, they found him pants down with like a dog. Um, yeah, the, the owner of the dog didn't press charges. And even helped pay for the public indecency fine. Um, because felt sorry for the guy. Felt sorry for the dog. Dude, that dog was like limping for a week. Yeah. And kept on bleeding. But anyway, that's, that's bizarre. And that's the bizarreness. Um, yeah. Okay, conflict. 
conflict uh, war, war in Iraq <laughs> in Israel the Russian Ukraine conflict yeah so um, Senate and Congress <laughs> the the Supreme Court and the president <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all conflict and it's it's always good to cover uh, because um, because these conflicts have impact and if you do them quick enough they're timely and because right. it's in the Philippines it's proximate, um, proximate. and because it involves um, the Supreme Court and the president it is to do it, it is it is prominent um, conflict between the government troops and the rebels yeah yeah uh, so if, if, if you see conflict uh, you know yeah go ahead tell that story um, currency. Uh, this isn't this isn't to do with money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't this isn't to do with timeliness, right? Because you, you could think that it's current, but no, it it is. Um, like, how often does that particular issue occur? Yeah, because uh, say like when you talk about flooding in Manila mm. or as of late flooding in Cebu, mm. um, stories about flooding in the Philippines have a lot of currency. Yes. Right? So you can just sort of cash in on that. So it's, it's sort of to do with money, but like there, there is, there is a <laughs> currency there. Um, it happens over and over again, and so you can just keep on drawing from that bank. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, those, those, like people tend bank to call of them issues. issues, right? Like, like if, if something happens often enough, it ceases to become a story in the sense now this is a news story and starts becoming an issue so the I, I guess the more uh, so, so if, if you see something that is like an issue that thing has currency and uh, you should consider that when you're choosing to use that as one of your stories right and finally human interest of course um, what was it there was that there was a there was a slideshow that you made me um, that you made me read and it said that the definition of human interest is that warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> right? Because, Fine. you know, you, you, you do need to have that warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> because, you know, the news tends to be depressing. Mm-hmm. And human interest stories are not limited to news alone or news features. Mm. So that's when feature... Stories come in, yeah. So like lifestyle, lifestyle stories, stories come in, etc. Mm -hmm. Right. So like personality stories. Mm. So this is this is where you get. Actually, this is where you get a lot of people on social media complaining. Why? That this isn't like shouldn't news reporters be reporting news? Like yes, but then um, human interest is also very important. Yeah. Um, in order for you to inform the people of what's going on around you, um, in yeah, right, like human interest I, is interesting. It is for me. It's one of the important. It's one of the most effective way of telling your story. Like if mm. you if you focus on on a particular person, if you fo if you if you focus on a persona that could tell a story, either yeah. whether it's small or a big one. Yeah, so they're like human interest stories, the triumphs of your street vendor. Mm. You know, the, 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 the triumph of like a seven-year-old kid who, um, you know, fought his way out of poverty because he 
figured out the best way to make like a rattan basket or something <laughs> like you know that's that's human interest it it isn't it it doesn't have like these huge ramifications it's not going to change the country it's not going to stop the bitter war between um the president and the supreme court but it does give you that nice warm fuzzy feeling and that's something that one should consider when trying to uh pick out a story yep so those are our news values or news elements right, these so, are uh, the yeah, yeah. Let, let's go through it one more time impact timeliness prominence proximity bizarreness conflict currency human interest mm-hmm. uh yeah so this is what you what you have to consider with these then there is really no slow news day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I said, there are um, a lot of things going on all the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, so part of, what, part of what a journalist does is research. Of course. Right? Because, uh, because that's, I guess, what you're trained to do, right? You're trained to... You see something because you need to you put context on that story, especially if it's news. If, say, for example, that particular story happened today, if you have, you can make it more comprehensive if you put context on that particular story. Say, for example, the pork barrel scam story, then you have you can put a lot of context on that, like what is pork barrel scam, um, how is it being, uh, how is it in the Philippines, mm. um, what it, what is it for. And stuff like that. I was thinking like um, I was thinking like a murder. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You, you have you murder. have a murder, and when you do your research, you don't leave it at so and so shot so and so because you don't leave it at so and so shot so and so, right? It is so and so shot so and so because, right? Or you never know. There might have been another person that had a sniper rifle from you know the 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 seventh floor of the building. Um, that that shot the guy um, when like he thought it was the police because he had the gun out but then like the uh, person that was shot wasn't shot by the police but somebody else that was um, armed with a sniper rifle from the roof deck of another building like totally happened <laughs> interesting uh, the people that know me know what ev- uh, know what event I'm talking about okay, okay. So, like, where do we find these, like, stories? Where do we get our news? Yeah, pretty much. Where do we get our news? What, 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 what where is the legwork done? D- struggling for words. Bad storyteller. Bad storyteller. <laughs> right. Uh, we got three So, where do we get our news? Yeah. We get them from natural events, mm-hmm. from created or subsidized events. Mm-hmm. And from enterprise, enterprise stories. Yeah. Right, so let's go through them one by one. Uh, natural events. This is pretty obvious. Like stuff that happens. Like a lot of um, a lot of the stuff that we cover on the podcast is natural events. Yeah. Um. So say like fire, yeah, fires, floods, floods, typhoons. Yeah. Crime um, stories. Accidents, mm, accidents, right? So this doesn't necessarily this isn't natural to mean like nature, yeah, but natural to mean like stuff that you can react to, 
right? So as as a journalist, um, if something like this happens, you react to it. Mm-hmm. You go there and you ask the question, like, mm. what happened here? Yeah. Who is this guy? Who is that guy? Or how, how are you feeling? You know, whatever. Um, have the police come in, you know. Like you were telling me that story about um, in in IT Park when somebody like committed Jumped suicide, mm-hmm. right? Like you were there. Mm-hmm. It was my day off. <laughs> but you know, yeah, that's it. Journalists, journalists, whether it's your day off or yeah, even if it's your day off, if you think that story is really a story, then you should go for it. Yeah, you were telling me that like the first thing you did was you went up to the security guard and asked um, who, what, where, when, why, how. Yeah, I, I asked first who was in charge. Yeah, but you get the idea. Yeah. So that's a natural event. Mm-hmm. Um, the the created or subsidized events are uh, so. These say, are events organized by say groups. Yeah. Like Pink October activities, the Zumba. They recently concluded a Zumba dance activity, which mm. actually got the Guinness World Record for the largest Zumba participants thing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a... Well, in, in terms of the podcast, the Cebu Entertainment Launchpad, yeah. like the coverage of Kelp mm. was a created or subsidized event Yeah. Um, that we covered. Yeah. So that's an example. Yeah. So you. So so I guess like everybody out there, hey students, you can see the difference between a natural and a created or subsidized event, right? And finally, enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. Uh, th- this isn't in reference to businesses or <laughs> anything. Um, enterprise is uh, where More the journalist doesn't react to the event, but when the journalist is proactive and going out to find the news. Um, this is more on the special reports thing, investigative, investigative. reports. Uh, like your beat beats, mm. right? So say... Uh, What's beyond the news? Yeah. So say with our podcast, um, we whenever we talk to um, Mr. Tabada, right? Like that sort of um, enterprise in a way. Because we aren't necessarily, um, we aren't necessarily reacting to a natural event, but we are asking him, like, sir, how do we prevent floods? And it's related to something that we produced for, like, not just for for news, but for something that people also can use as reference. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's it. That is enterprise. But I think like the best the best way to understand it is your beat reporters, right? Like you have different beats and you have the police beat. Yeah, so so you have um somebody so you have people in the in the newsroom that are assigned to the different beats, right? Yeah. You have somebody that is um following the cops around, you have somebody that is in covering Malacanian. the church in Malacanian, you know, you have in Congress. Mm. Mm-mm. Right, so these are your different beats or areas, um, not necessarily geographical but topical, and you have one person that covers that beat. It goes beyond what's the news on that particular beat. Say, for example, for for reporters covering the judiciary, of course they report on what's going on every day, like what's mm-hmm. the news, say, um, 
the the news from the Supreme Court and stuff. But you can also go into enterprise stories like looking into the budget of the Supreme Court, like how is it being spent and what is the status of the the budget and stuff. How is how oh, is the uh, mm-hmm. yeah something like that? Yeah, they're not allowed. They, they um, Congress isn't allowed to lower the budget of the Supreme Court, so it's tiny. <laughs> Sorry, get a lawyer here. So yes. yeah. Mm. So that is uh so that is enterprise. It's when the journalist goes out to find the story. Um not reactive but pro uh proactive. And um all, all of the uh so 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 everything that you get from a natu- from natural events, subsidized events and um enterprise, you have to um sort of filter it through the uh journalism values um and you pick your story and it should uh inform or educate or entertain or shape public opinion yep uh yeah so note that not not all of them have to be in concurrence um but then if it is only informative it is only uh like proximate and stuff then it isn't good journalism because there's probably something out there that is informative and all of the like values um that we mentioned so based on our discussion for this episode we can somehow conclude that when you say journalism it is the process of gathering processing and reporting the news um information or information through a multimedia platform uh, to inform educate shape public opinion and entertain the public or the audience so we have there our processes process of getting the news how to get it published and What, what you have to consider what you have to consider and who do we publish our news for yeah because at the end of the day and right, why we do the news in the first place because at the end of the day um what what the journalist has to do is consider the audience because if we talk about um journalism as storytelling uh one of the like one of the first things that you learn in uh in storytelling and uh I know a lot of people a lot of a lot of people that fancy themselves as poets and stuff disagree with me on this but one of the most basic things in storytelling is know your audience of course like you don't write for yourself yeah you don't write to impress you don't write you don't write to, to impress e- yourself yeah right like th- this this happens across all sorts of writing so when you write a story you write a story that is relevant to your audience. Yeah. And journalism has to be taken uh with that in mind that um uh, because journalism is I, I'm still I'm still sticking to literature in a hurry because journalism is literature in a hurry and literature um involves you knowing your audience, knowing what your audience wants and what you feel your audience should know. Right. Um like you should always remember that At when you're doing uh journalism it is for the audience right right 
Right. That's the reason why we're in the Fourth Estate in the first place. Yeah. So, uh, for well, for all of, for for the show notes because I th- because we actually have show notes on this. Uh, head over to podcast.sunstar.com.ph. That way, you don't have to like take down notes and stuff while you're listening. Like it's it's there. And for more good journalism, check out www.sunstar.com.ph. And follow you guys on and Facebook we can, and Twitter. And we can also, yes, check out updates on social media at Sunstar Online on Twitter and Sunstar Philippine News on Facebook. Uh, for podcasts and stuff, head over to channel14.com. Uh, yeah, if, if you want to get in touch with us, get in touch with us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, so subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review. That sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Bring an extra pair of socks to work. Take care, everyone. Bye, Ethernet. So if you made it this far, this is the off-tangent section. Can I just say something not really off-tangent, but something a little bit related to what we just talked about? Yeah, sure. I realized that when it comes to journalism, I get a little emotional. Why? A little, a little. Why? Like, what, what is it about journalism that makes you emotional? Because... um. Yeah, I've always believed that the reason why I am a journalist okay. is because, um, not because I wanted to tell stories, although I've always wanted to tell stories about people, but I've always believed I'm here because it's it's a vocation, not mm. just a passion, yeah. or not just a job. It's it's beyond that. So yeah, it's it's refreshing, and at the same time, it it's humbling it's humbling and it, it feels good to talk about to talk about something that is really close to my heart okay. so yeah. yeah anyway as, as a like journalism as a vocation mm. we apologize for the phone in the background <laughs> newsroom <laughs> yeah newsroom <laughs> oh, man, what is it yeah so why did you become a journalist in the first place? Like, like so. So this is, um, this is, this is why you became a journalist to tell uh, to tell stories. Yeah, the reason why. Well, well, because of course I took journalism <laughs> as a course in college. Yeah. And the reason why I got into journalism be- was because I I missed the cutoff for the computer science course. <laughs> But then, okay. but then it became more of a vocation the more you practice journalism. Yeah. So how does storytelling become uh, a vocation? When you feel that it's not just because of those like news elements, when the reason why you tell stories is not just because, you know, this is what your audience need to know and this is what you feel your audience need to know, but because you know that in the long run 
what you are doing for them, like educating them, informing them, and helping them shape public opinion is going to be a big help in, you know, like changing not just the community, but the but the world. <laughs> <laughs> but the world. Yeah, something like that. So how have you, um, so how do you do that, like, how do you do that in your, like, everyday, but, but then, in your everyday work here? Um, like, how do you change well, the world? How do I change the world? Because you said you changed the world, yo. I changed the world by being a good journalist myself. And by being a good journalist, that means, like, I really have to keep in mind that in everything I do, I am not doing it for myself or for the company I'm working for. Well, of course, I'm doing it for the company I'm working for. But because I am accountable to my audience, like at the end of the day, all this information or all this um, reports that I'm doing is is for them and because of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And happy birthday to Paolo, Jimbo, and Mark.